Hi, Pinky. How's Pinky? I'm great, Mildred. How are you? I'm great. And? It's Friday! Yeah, nice. Another Friday. Yeah, we like it. What are you going to do this weekend, Mildred? Oh, I, I really don't have any plans. Well, we, we have big plans. You do? We were going to celebrate because we're going to play music. You know, my whole family's musicians. Right. Yeah, and we're going to have some musician friends come over because it's autumn now. We're, we're going to celebrate because it's autumn now. That's right. Yeah, there's an equinox because the sun is directly over the equator. Right, Pinky. Last week it was directly over the equator. And we did that podcast that explained it. Yeah. We had a whole story. Yeah, it was quite elaborate. Elaborate? Well, it was very involved, very very detailed. Yeah, there's a lot of details, but the sun is right over the equator, and now it's starting to go the other way, and we're going to celebrate on Saturday. We're going to play lots of music and have a celebration. Well, that's very nice. Yeah, because, okay, well, you know my family. Right, but... You know, perhaps you should um, tell our new listeners. Okay, well, the people that, my family that take care of me, that's Lady Lynette and her husband is Farmer Tommy and their daughter is Penelope and their son is Robert. There you have it. Penelope, she plays the violin. She's eight years old. Right. And her mom, that's Lady Lynette, she plays the drums. She plays a big drum set. Right. And Robert, that's Penelope's brother. He plays the trombone. He's going to be 16 real soon. Right. And then Farmer Tommy, he plays the bass guitar. Right, the deep bass guitar. Yeah, the bass guitar has four strings. It plays low. Boom, boom, boom. Right. But then the electric guitar... Or the, you know, the other folk guitar that has six strings. And that's our friend. He plays a lead guitar. That's Dwayne. Right. His wife is Katie. And she plays the tambourine and she's really cute. Right. So we're all going to play music and celebrate. Nice. You know, I'll tell you that Penelope, she's getting pretty good on that violin. It's also called a fiddle. You know, it really is the same instrument. It's just like if you're kind of folk people, you call it a fiddle. And then if you're classical in orchestra, you call it a violin. But it's pretty much just the same instrument. But I'll tell you what, she can play it both ways. She can play it all fancy classical, and then she can make it sound like a fiddle. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I prefer the fiddle. Well, I shouldn't really say that. But anyway, you know, the violin was go was back a long time ago, huh, Mildred when? Well, the the violins that people play today, I mean, they were developed from the originals that, that were built back in the Middle Ages, like four hundred AD 
all the way to 1500 AD, and then even the Renaissance period, which is 1400 to 1600 AD. One of the really famous early Italian violin makers, his name was Andrea Amati, and that was in the 1500s, and his family, he he continued that. I mean, the family kept building them after he was gone. Yeah, I don't know that name, but I know the other name, the um, Stradivarius. All right, uh, that's um, Antonio. Yeah, the Stradivarius, very, very expensive violin. Yes, Pinky. In fact, in 1998, at, a, at an auction in New York, one of his violins sold for three and a half million dollars. He he made it in 1707. Oh man, that that's a pricey instrument. Absolutely, and you know, I mean, there's other kinds of violins that that have been made. Um, they even would make it out of a hollowed out cactus. You're kidding? No. And then uh, another one just had one string and a horn on it. Northern Ireland. You know, and the horn would make it louder. Yeah, that's crazy. But I know the regular violin has four strings. Right, and that's what Penelope plays. Yeah, and it has four strings. And you use a, it's like a long stick. It's called a bow. And it has strings on it. And they're sometimes made out of horse hair. Or, you know, they use synthetic stuff now. Right, and then the bow has those long strings, like a ribbon. Yeah, and she has this, it's like called rosin. It comes from the sap of a tree. Right, she puts that on the ribbon, uh, on the bow, and then she slides that across the strings. Yeah, that's what makes a noise. And then she has, the, the, the violin has the smallest string instrument in that category. Right, and then the bigger the instrument, the deeper the sound. Yeah, the violin plays the really high notes. Okay. And then if you have just a little bit bigger violin, that's called a viola. Very good. And both of those, they put them under their chin. They put their chin on top and then under their shoulder. They hold it back in there. Right. And then the next size, it has four strings too, and you use it with a bow. That's called a cello. Right. And you sit down and you kind of put it between your legs. Yeah, and then and then the bass, sometimes called a double bass, that's the big one, but still only has four strings in it, and you play it with a bow. And Farmer Tommy has a bass guitar, and that has four strings, but you don't use the bow, you just pluck one string at a time. Right, but all of the stringed instruments, they kind of work the same. The strings, the smaller, the, the shorter the length of the string, and the thinner the string, the higher the pitch is going to be. And that's why when you get to a bigger instrument, now the strings are longer and thicker. Now it's a deeper sound. And then, so the viola has a deeper sound than a violin. And then the cello is deeper than that. And then the bass is deeper than that. Yeah, I know, I like it. It's all because the length of the string and the thickness of the string and then the vibration makes a different sound. And then you press your fingers on the neck of the instrument and then now you're going to shorten where the sound goes. It ain't going to change the pitch and the, the notes. You have control. 
right? And there's this very famous song called Flight of the Bumblebee that people play on the violin. Oh, yeah, they come up. Something like that. Pretty good. Yeah, and the flight of the bumblebee is uh, incredible. If you've never heard it, I know you have, but our listeners should really listen to it. It does sound like a bumblebee. I know. Yeah, it sounds like a bumblebee. And you know what? A violin, it takes like 200 hours just to build one. Right, and there's like 70 different pieces of wood that goes into making it. You know, it's a very, takes a lot of talent to to make a beautiful violin or viola or a cello or the bass, double bass. Very good. Okay, Mildred, time for the poem. Okay, Pinky, we've got a great poem here written by Shyam Zeldus. Okay. The violin kept its notes to itself like birds in a cage. The man kept his heart to himself like a hound on a leash. Then, one day, the man left the room where he slept and walked into the room where the violin rested. He picked up the bow, lifted the violin, cradled it in the hollow of a shoulder, and played. The notes were freed. So was his heart. Aww. Music will do that for you. Absolutely. Oh, that's great. Pinky, you're really fortunate that you have a, a family of musicians. You know, I'm looking forward to celebrating with music. Yeah, well, you have a wonderful time. Okay, Mildred, you have a great weekend, too. I'll talk to you on Monday. Okay. I love you. I love you.